Hi everyone, Dan Cassidy here. Welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. Our conversation today will touch on a variety of topics on the minds of muni investors, including the implications of potential tax hikes, the integrity of the muni electric sector, along with a look at recent performance and themes to consider for your portfolio. So uh, joining me here on the line for the conversation today, glad to welcome back Kathleen McNamara, Senior Municipal Strategist for for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. So, Kathleen, good morning to you. Great to have you back on the podcast with us and looking forward to our conversation today. Good morning, Dan, and thank you very much for having me back. Absolutely. And Kathleen, as we do on a monthly basis, we will be providing some highlights of the most recent Municipal Market Guide, which for our listeners, our clients, is available now for them up on UBS.com forward slash CIO. So as a good starting point, Kathleen, perhaps we can begin with a performance update, in particular highlighting tax-exempt munis. So I'm curious, Kathleen, how have tax-exempt munis performed year-to-date relative to their taxable fixed-income counterparts? Yeah, sure, Dan. I'm happy to explain. We are seeing tax-exempt munis continue to perform better than their taxable fixed-income counterparts. As a point of reference, munis are now registering a modest positive total return of 0.7% thus far in 2021. At the same time, the other fixed-income sectors continue to post losses. For example, an index of U.S. Treasury securities as well as investment-grade corporate debt have each declined by over 3% on a year-to-date basis. We attribute the better performance by munis in large part to the very strong investor demand from individual investors we are seeing. In fact, net cash inflows to muni mutual funds remain robust. In the most recent week, the inflow showed no signs of abating. According to the Investment Company Institute, inflows accelerated to $2.3 billion. That is up from $1.9 billion in the previous seven-day period, as an example. We attribute this consistent demand for muni funds in large part to two principal reasons. The first is federal stimulus has alleviated many near-term credit concerns. And second, investors are likely seeking shelter from potential personal income tax hikes. Thank you, Kathleen, for that performance update. I do want to pivot a bit. I spent some time talking about the American Jobs Plan. I actually spoke with your colleague, Tom McLaughlin, head of Fixed Income Americas, in depth about this topic a couple of days ago. We spoke about POTUS 46 publication, but I want to talk about this in context to the muni markets, and we know the American Jobs Plan, as it's proposed today, could yield a tax hike for both corporations as well as individuals over a certain income threshold. So, Kathleen, what exactly are the implications of a tax hike to the tax benefits of munis? Uh, Dan, you know, the implications of tax hikes and tax advantages of munis are fairly straightforward. Tax hikes at both the corporate and individual levels would increase the attractiveness of tax-exempt municipal bonds versus taxable debt to both of these investor groups. Biden's American Job Plan calls for the corporate income tax rate to increase to 28% from 21%, although we believe that the increase is likely to be capped at 25%. And on the individual side, should a restoration of the 39.6% top marginal federal rate up from the current 37% rate occur, that would have a positive impact on demand from individual investors when all other factors are held equal, of course. Thank you for that, Kathleen. So as a follow-up, we're sticking with the American Jobs Plan. Any sense for what the impact might be to new issuance volume, or might it be too soon to estimate? This is a very popular question that we are now getting, 
as you already know, demand for munis is very high. Therefore, investors would welcome an increase in muni issuance to absorb some of that appetite. However, that being said, the impact of the infrastructure spending bill on new issue volume is very hard to estimate. And that's because some of the details that are relevant for municipal bonds have not yet been released. However, we do expect that the transportation sector will receive more investment, so tax-exempt volume in that sector should rise. Also, to the extent Biden proposes a federal subsidy program similar to the taxable Build America bond program, taxable volume would be boosted. By contrast, a reinstatement of tax-exempt advanced refundings would have the opposite effect, shifting some of the taxable muni refunding deals we're now seeing back to the tax-exempt market. So clearly, at this point, it's a moving target, but we do hope to have some more information in the you know weeks ahead. Thank you, Kathleen. To your point, it does remain quite fluid, but thank you for bringing us up to speed in terms of implications, what we know as of today, and certainly the Americans' jobs plan is something we'll continue to track very closely. So, Kathleen, as we do on a monthly basis, I want to make sure we have enough time to touch on the Spotlight article within the latest Municipal Market Guide, which uh, this month highlights the municipal electric utility sector in the wake of the weather events in Texas from earlier this year. So, what can you share with us? Uh, Sure, Dan. I'm happy to uh, discuss. In this month's feature article, which focused on the public power sector, our municipal credit team uh, concluded that despite the impact of winter storm URI on the relatively fragile Texas grid, most municipal electric utilities continue to exhibit a high degree of essentiality and enjoy rate-setting autonomy. The credit team in our report also notes that the Texas marketplace for electricity is unique in many respects and exhibits a high degree of dysfunction due to insufficient reserve generation capacity and the absence of regional connections with other states. At the same time, elsewhere in the U.S., the sector has exhibited less volatility in recent years. Putting that all together, CIO assigns a stable outlook to the electric utility sector as a whole, and that's based on essentiality of service and the rate setting. Authority. Thank you, Kathleen. Appreciate the highlights from this month's Spotlight article. So maybe one final topic we can hit on today. Uh, within the Muni Market Guide, you always highlight some Muni-related portfolio themes for investors to consider for their portfolios. So can you share a few of those for us today? Sure, Dan. In this month's portfolio themes section, we highlight three ideas for a municipal bond investors to consider. The first, is to think about cross-asset opportunities along the curve. Keep in mind, at present, high-grade munis do provide tax advantages versus U.S. Treasury securities all along the curve, except for at the four-year and five-year maturity spots. Thus, for investors focused on that part of the curve, we note that better values may be found in the taxable markets. The second theme we talk about is to take note of taxable equivalent yields that are poised to rise. The prospect of higher federal personal income tax rates, which we just talked about a little bit earlier, is now on the top of many minds. In our report, we observe that under higher marginal tax rates seen only a few years ago, municipal taxable equivalent yields on A-rated bonds could drift higher by as much as 16 basis points on the curve. This suggests that taxes and paper would be more favorable vis-a-vis taxable debt. That said, for investors that reside in states that impose high personal income taxes, such as New York City, um, California, and New Jersey, 
the taxable equivalent yields in those instances are likely to be even more compelling. And the third um, theme we talk about is that from a municipal credit sector standpoint, we note that we now see better opportunities in healthcare, state governments, and toll and bridge facilities. By contrast, we encourage investors to exercise caution in the private higher education and airport sectors. Well, Kathleen, thank you for checking back in with us. It was great catching up with you this morning on the podcast to hear about Muni performance, to receive some insights into potential tax implications of the American Jobs Plan as is currently proposed, something, as I mentioned, that we'll continue to keep a close eye on, as well as hearing about some Muni-related portfolio themes. So very productive conversation this morning, Kathleen. Appreciate your time, and we'll look forward to picking back up the Muni conversation again with you next month. Thanks very much, Dan. Thank you, Kathleen. And again, today we have been joined by Kathleen McNamara, Senior Municipal Strategist for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. So as a reminder to our clients and listeners, the UBS Chief Investment Office does author a variety of publications and blogs that touch on timely market developments, asset classes, and portfolio allocation. These resources can be located up on UBS.com forward slash CIO, including, of course, the publication that Kathleen and I have been referencing during the podcast today, that being the latest municipal market guide. The title is Municipal Electric Sector Resilient Despite Texas Blackouts. So for clients of UBS, you can contact your financial advisor if you would like to learn more or receive a copy of the Municipal Market Guide directly. Top of the Morning is part of the UBS Market Moves podcast channel, which is available where podcasts are found, including on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Pandora. Visit UBS.com forward slash studios to view the entire podcast offering, as well as the new UBS trending video series. From UBS Studios, I'm Dan Cassidy. Thank you for joining us. Neither UBS, Financial Services, Inc., nor any of its employees provide tax or legal advice. You should consult with your personal tax or legal advisor regarding your personal circumstances. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.